Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, December 13th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Caroline Ely. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And here's What's What near you. A New York court has agreed to allow the state to redraw its congressional map. This gives Democrats a competitive advantage in taking back control of the House of Representatives. Republicans are concerned the new maps will give Democrats who can already override the redistricting commission another chance to gerrymander. In a 4-3 opinion, the court ordered the state's independent redistricting commission to draw a new map by February 2024. This will be the third congressional map for New York State in the past 10 years. The final proposal for a new bus plan in Queens has been unveiled. The redesign would add eight more bus routes and additional bus priority lanes. It'll help nearly 800,000 daily riders. MTA Chairman Jano Lieber says that they deserve a system that's faster than walking. The only roadblock to the plan, however, is congestion pricing, which is set to start next year. But state lawmakers are hopeful. If approved, the MTA says the system would save riders an average of 20 seconds per stop. A multi-billion dollar light rail line connecting Brooklyn and Queens could be coming by 2027. The Interborough Express, or IBX for short, is expected to shorten travel time between Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, and Jackson Heights, Queens. The agency predicts that from end to end, it'll take under 40 minutes. Currently, it's about an hour commute to get from Brooklyn to Queens, and you have to go through Manhattan. The MTA says the light rails will run on an underused freight line that passes through 20 neighborhoods. The existing tracks will then connect to 17 subway lines and the LIRR. The annual Geminid meteor shower will take place tonight, and with the current weather pattern, most of New York will have clear skies to see all the action. It happens toward the end of every year. This year, the meteor shower began on November 29th and will go on until December 24th. But tonight's the peak, so it'll be easiest to watch. The best way to watch is wherever your highest vantage point is with the least amount of light pollution. So at around 8 p.m., make sure to lie flat on your back with your feet facing south and give your eyes plenty of time to adjust before you take in the show. A new exhibit at the Jewish Museum on the Upper East Side will put the spotlight on the fashion of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The RBG Collars exhibit will feature exclusive photos of RBG's collars and necklaces. The photos were taken by Eleanor Carucci. The installation will also include other jewelry from the museum's collection. Most of the pieces were worn or made by people who were part of Jewish history. RBG's iconic collar served as a symbol for her feminine energy in the court. The exhibit opens this Friday and will be on display until May 27th. Madonna will be making an appearance in the Big Apple tonight. She's kicking off her world tour at the Barclays Center. Tonight is the first of three shows in Brooklyn. The tour is a celebration to commemorate the past four decades of Madonna's career. But don't worry if you can't make it down to Brooklyn this week because she'll be back in the city to play Madison Square Garden in January. The New York City Children's Theater is helping families to get into the holiday spirit with their annual performance of My First Nutcracker. WFUV's Grace Galbraith takes us to Theater Row to explore the magical land of sweets. The New York City Children's Theater is celebrating their fifth year of family-friendly Nutcracker performances. In addition to the famous Tchaikovsky music, the performances include narration that encourages guests to stand at their seats, 
dance in the aisles, and join in on the fun. Together and out into a V for very beautiful. Now bring your arms together in first position, fifth, and open to the sky. Barbara Zinn Krieger founded the New York City Children's Theater in 1996. At the time, it was called Making Books Sing. Zinn Krieger's grandchildren inspired her to create the Children's Theater. They didn't enjoy their first time seeing The Nutcracker, so Zinn Krieger wanted to create a more kid-friendly experience. So I was trying to explain to them, whispering, this is what's happening now, this is what's happening now. And behind me, I was getting, shh, shh, snap that, shh. And, and they, they, we left an intermission, and I felt so bad that they didn't, were not able to enjoy the beautiful music and the story. So I said, you know what? We're going to create our own story. Then create a story of the Nutcracker, which uses the Tchaikovsky music, which works with the, 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 the same story. Only the dancers are going to have to talk so that the kids will understand what's going on. Melissa Riker choreographed and directed this year's Nutcracker performance. The shows are only 45 minutes long. It's the perfect amount of time to keep kids engaged while introducing them to the world of ballet. Zinn Krieger says that there are not many differences between regular Nutcracker performances and the Children's Theater's adaptation for young audiences. The only real difference, because in fact, I think it has to be better than working for adults because you know when kids are bored. They'll move in their seats, they'll talk to their friends, they'll go to the bathroom. So you can keep them engaged. It's only an hour because that is a good time for kids, especially because we have school groups coming. But you have to keep them engaged, and therefore it's got to be good. The Nutcracker is one of the New York City Children's Theater's sensory-friendly performances. The theater first started offering the performances in 2019. They're designed to create a welcoming environment for all families with children on the autism spectrum and related conditions. And we make changes in the performance, including lights staying on at a low level, uh, lowering the sound levels, and acknowledging at the start uh, to the audience that if, if kids want to verbalize, that's okay. If they want to get up and move around, that's okay too. Nick Alsomo is a professional dancer performing with the New York City Children's Theater for the first time. This season, he will be playing the roles of Fritz, the Nutcracker, and the Prince. For Nick, seeing an audience filled with young children is fulfilling. It's a rewarding profession to, you know, be on stage and share something that brings you joy with other people and invite them into that. And especially for kids, they can, even if they can't fully grasp what's happening, they can at least feel the joy and pick up on it and identify with it. And it's, you know, they'll remember it and want to ask questions and find a way to experience it for themselves. Nick says it's important for children to see that the world of theater can be a diverse place. And I think for me specifically, you know, seeing people perform when I was younger, it was very important to me and especially people that I felt looked like me seeing them perform I was inspiring and I wanted to be like them and it also just let me know that I can do it too and so being on this side of it and wanting to make someone else potentially feel the same way I did as a child is important to me. Nick says that children should be exposed to theater because it allows them to develop a personal connection to art. I think it's good for children to see theater as early as possible because theater has a way 
of telling stories in an abstract manner that allows people to connect to it from all different viewpoints by having a story like this that sort of explains the story of the Nutcracker as it's happening can help children identify with it and the holiday spirit sooner. The New York City Children's Theater is hosting the Nutcracker for a few more weeks this year, so feel free to stop by until December 21st. The Children's Theater is also offering several child-friendly performances in the new year, including a family-friendly adaptation of Pinocchio in the spring. For WFUV News, I'm Grace Galbraith. That was WFUV's Grace Galbraith at Theater Row. The New York City Children's Theater will continue to hold Nutcracker performances through the month of December. For more information, visit nycchildrenstheater.org. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for the latest news, exclusive interviews, and feature stories from FUV. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Caroline Ely. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And that's What's What.